Listener Production. Like a milkman from the olden days, delivering milk to your place at 5am every morning. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yes, that's audio you're hearing, Alex Dyson, as I was leaving my local pool over the weekend of a bit of a protest, a bit of a talk by some of the Iranian members of the of, in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, where I was over the weekend, where people speaking out against situations that are unfolding there. It's pretty, um, you know, in- incredible stuff that's happening. Oh, um, every time I see news coming out of Iran and the the way people are a little bit fed up with the restrictions, uh, it's pretty amazing because, yeah, we're very fortunate to live in the country we do and we should be trying to support those people as best we can. Yeah, I'm reading here, uh, thanks to pbs.org, um, a suggestion that since November, a string of poisonings has taken place at more than 50 girls' schools across the country. 20,000 protesters have been detained, more than 500 killed, uh, according to human rights, rights activists in Iran, which is a group that tracks the movement. So it's pretty arrowing stuff. Down the main street of Melbourne, there was a protest as well over the weekend, saying to get rid of the mandates um, for the vaccines. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that still... Are we, are we still is, that, is that a thing? Look, it was a smaller crowd. On Saturday. So, so... They were saying, people that you know that 20-minute city thing? They're saying they want to bring in 20-minute lockdown cities as well. Oh go, and, go and protest for Iran for a little bit. Anyways, Can we please? <laughs> um, look, we are here to lighten your load today. Uh, lighten the mood. I hope you can get through today with a few laughs. It's going to be a fun one. That's right. Let's jump in. It's all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. You ever been into Valentine's Day, Alex Dyson? Have have I ever been into it? Yeah. No. So, yeah, you don't strike me as a Valentine's Day kind of guy. Well, if you're dating me, every day is Valentine's Day, mate. (laughs) Yes. Can't tell the difference. Wined, dined, <laughs> swooned, um, annoyed at sometimes with my singing. Um, <laughs> but why? Why have you? Well, it just depends. I mean, no, I've never really, but I've got the ultimate excuse not to get into it now because, especially in the year 2046, Valentine's Day. Are you looking forward to Valentine's Day 2046 already? Well, I'm not looking forward to it at all. A rose is in that short of demand. You've got to book them that far ahead. It's like wedding venues now. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is serious stuff, mate. There's not going to be a Valentine's Day 2046 because apparently there's an asteroid hurtling towards the earth. What? That could hit in 2046. On Valentine's Day. They know the day. Yeah, it's going to come by, give the earth a little rock smooch. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) And so well, I'm, I'm sure there are, you know, prospective fiancés out there right now who've been waiting for a big rock on Valentine's Day, but <laughs> this may not be what they were hoping for from their lover. So apparently, according to abc.net.au, um, there's a uh, new asteroid that NASA has found this is with a small chance of impacting Earth about 20 years from now. The asteroid, known as 2023 DW, what a boring name. Can't you call it Larry or something like that? Like DW is the name of the little sister in Arthur. I was just thinking that. <laughs> really? <laughs> Thanks, Bron. The fellow Arthur Stan. Hey, DW! And I said, hey, what an asteroid kind of day. 
<laughs> we can learn to laugh and Apparently play. Apparently, it's nearly fifty meters in diameter and get blown up with each other. <laughs> okay. Oh, DW. That's what I'd say um, about that asteroid. Apparently, the asteroid has about a one in six hundred and nine chance of hitting Earth. What? I've been in raffles with worse chances than that. <laughs> what? Know, Are you kidding me? One in 609 chance is really quite small, isn't it? Like, no, no that's, that's big. That's No, that's reasonable, I reckon. That's a pretty big chance. Yeah, like as in like it's... Yeah. I was thinking it was going to be like one in 25 million or something. Yeah, like one the lottery. In 600, like if, if I just spun a wheel and one of the 609 segments was asteroid... Devastates the Earth, yeah. <laughs> that would be a pretty reasonable chance of, well, of handing it. Have you ever played odds? You know, where they go, what are the odds that you'd eat that disgusting thing? And you go, well, one in 30. And you go, three, two, one, 27. And you've got to say a number at the same time. Oh. And if you get the same, then you've got to do it. Okay. Well, let's all, let's play odds right now. With the asteroid, 609. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we have to play. Okay. So it's between 609. <laughs> We've got to say a number between zero and 609 at the same time. Oh, my God. if we say the same number at the same time, that pretty much means the asteroid's going to hit us in 2026. No, 2046. Oh, no, mate. We could be... Okay. We could be responsible for the end of the Earth. I mean, to be fair, I don't know if... Do you reckon 50 metres is big enough to to destroy the Earth or would just... 50 metres, yeah. That'd give us a right old whack for sure. Oh, wow. All right, what are the odds? Three, two, one, 412. 482. Oh, <sighs> we're both in the 400s. That means the asteroid is just going to go straight. But you, we could probably touch it Yeah, that's you know, with our hands, but it's not going to impact. Oh, thank God. Well, NASA Phew. thankfully has the double asteroid redirection test spacecraft. Cool. Um, which they launched into an asteroid last September, plowed it into a tiny, or well, into the tiny moon of an asteroid. So we're kind of ready. Right, so we're doing the old Armageddon, Bruce Willis, yes, Ben Affleck. Literally, that's like, exactly what they're doing. We've already done it. In the other direction. So, uh, thankfully, despite our um, our odds test, because I reckon I'm, we're in safe hands. Well, let's just let's not count our chickens, all right? We don't want to jinx this because over the years, scientists and biologists and all sorts of people have come up with great plans that's going to stop something bad happening. I'll I'll direct your attention to Queensland earlier last century, we had a very big problem with cane beetles. And they go, everyone goes, stand back. We've got this covered. We're going to bring in the old cane toad. Thank you very much. <laughs> Look what happened there. So let's just hope that we've learned from past ills and these so-called experts know what they're doing. Because I could, if they go up there and they shoot it wrong, it's like, oh, we directed it towards Earth. Instead of against, I could genuinely, the odds of that happening are better than 609 in one. They're trying to hit it out of the ground and they just hit it onto their stumps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Inside We've all seen a cricketer try to hit it away and have played on. <laughs> Little French cut into leg stump. It wouldn't take so, much. <laughs> let's make hope NASA's got their buddy hitting the game and they're eyeing the ball. The odds of finding a pearl in an oyster are one in 12,000. And look how many pearls there are in the world. One in 609 is nothing. It's got, there's more chance of this asteroid hitting than you being injured by a toilet. (laughs) 
This has a one in 10,000 chance. Yeah, that's a lot better chance. So, yeah, this is worrying stuff. But, I mean, it's good for good for stinky bachelors like us who suddenly don't have to come up with a present on Valentine's Day. Exactly. I'm sorry, baby. It's the asteroid fault. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, Alex Dyson, we would normally do a segment called Ask Alex mm. in this uh, particular break, but I decided to flip Ask Alex on its head, Alex Dyson. So give the audience a quick update on why we even do Ask Alex. Well, back in the day, I got asked, I believe Scott Dooley was doing it before me, but he moved on um, and I became the love advice author and writer and self-help guru in Australian teen girls magazine, girlfriend magazine. So for many years, you'd see my face with what was a pretty terrible haircut. I've got a, my promo shots were bad. Dude, um, I'm looking at a promo shot of you right now. You've got some milk or something running out of your mouth. Oh, no, it's a toothbrush. <laughs> you got a toothbrush in your mouth. From when? This is, must have been, oh, it's from 2010. <laughs> when did I have a promo shot with brushing I don't my know, teeth? I don't know why you've got a toothbrush in your mouth, dude. Something is in your mouth. You're leaning forward, your hand is on your leg. And you've got a toothbrush, I'm pretty sure, sticking out of your mouth. I think it's a pen. Oh, is it a pen? <laughs> well, it's still okay. weird. <laughs> oh, yes, it okay. is a pen. Yeah, right. Although toothbrushes should probably be in mouths more frequently than pens. But well, yeah, I anyway. mean, I've, I used to sit next to you at a desk and you would have your toothbrush on your desk. So I, I thought it might that. be a promo shot. You would brush your teeth just sitting at your desk. Because I'd like to have a coffee in the morning, but I didn't want to brush my teeth and have a coffee. So I'd have a coffee at work and I'd brush my teeth after that at my desk. Sitting at, work. at your desk. Yes. And not sometimes out anything. What do you spit mean the excess desk? toothbrush into my empty coffee mug and then carry oh, it to the bathroom and then pour yeah, it out down that the was, sink. He would literally just sit at his desk, like reading his computer and just brushing his teeth. I'm like, dude, what? I've never seen this type of thing before. Anyways. You did used to mm. offer advice to people uh, on Girlfriend Magazine. Mm -hmm. So, like, okay, here's, here's the sort of questions you were, you were being asked at the time. Here's one by Oh Hi Emma. So you found was, this online? Oh, did I ever? I've, uh, I've never been able to come across this website Thank you very again. much to the one and only Detective Bronwyn Doizak. Oh, man. Um, here's a question from Oh Hi Emma. Why, hello, Alex. Smiley face. I was just curious to know, if guys like you, will they insult you playfully? Or do they still see it as a friend thing? This is the type of questions that you were answering, mm -hmm. okay? And Girlfriend Magazine, in this particular article that Bron found, has decided to play a little game of finish this sentence with Alex Dyson. And because I have all these questions and your answers here, I thought we might find out <laughs> how much has changed between the Alex Dyson of 2010 and the Alex Dyson of 2010. 23. That's right. Because when I started, they said, can you do this? So when we go to the girlfriend website, if people look at it, they'll get to know you a bit better. So they said, finish the sentence. And I wrote answers. I have, I don't remember what I wrote though. Yeah. Well, I've got them right here and I'm uh, going to find out what your current answers are and give you what your original answer was. Okay. So here we go. Do you want me to tell you what my current answer is now? Or do you want me to tell you what I think I would have said back then? No, I want you to tell me what your current answers are now. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. What do you reckon, Bron? How should we do this? Maybe we can make him do both. Make him guess and then give us your real one. Okay, here we go. Let's look at how Alex has changed in 13 years. Starting off, first question. Hi, my name is Alexander Edward Dyson, but you can call me... 
I don't know what I would have said back then, but right now I'd probably say anytime. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you said Alex or Daiso. All right, uh, here we go. Next, next question. I am awfully good at. Um, I am awfully good at estimating the amount of filling needed for like your tacos when you're making them at home. The answer you originally put was owning a keytar. <laughs> um, my doppelganger. I'm still very good at that. <laughs> my doppelganger is Willem Dafoe. Triple J Home and Hose presenter <laughs> Steph Hughes. Oh, uh, yeah. When I was 16, I drank some very good beer. <laughs> <laughs> I always wore shorts. That's was true. your answer? That is true. Um, my first girlfriend. Dot dot dot. Uh, um. Dumped me via a note that she drew a little um, stick figure on the front of a person catching a heart uh, out of... <laughs> oh, my God. That's not the answer, but you should have wrote that answer. Damn that's it. so much spicier. Your answer was, my first girlfriend wanted to hold my hand, which made me embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I still get embarrassed about that stuff. <laughs> um, let's go with... Oh, here's one. If I could have any two celebrities as parents, they would be. <gasps> oh, um, <laughs> Bron knows the answer to this, so that's why she's like, "Oh, <laughs> is it not good? Have they been? <laughs> did I say like um, Kathy Griffin and Harvey Weinstein? Has <laughs> this not no. aged well? What, what's the actual answer? <laughs> no, not that bad." My dad would be Will Smith, and my mum would be Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss. Oh, yeah, I was a big fan sorry. of the mummy. Mummy. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. And I guess the mummy. My mummy would be Rachel Weiss. Perfect. <laughs> um, my favourite movie is Fifth Element, Amelie, and Memento. Memento or Rush Hour. Hey. A little bit of Chris Tucker. I'm currently obsessed with. Oh, 2010. What was I obsessed with? Um, Cyclone Icy Poles. Scrubs. Oh. But you did you did say Cyclone Icy Poles in the three things I like to eat Oi. Um, segment. <laughs> uh, the best, okay, I reckon this will not have changed, this okay. next question, okay? Yep. The best song to sing at karaoke is... Cisco the Thong Song. <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> Did I tell you about when I sung that? At a, yes, I, and everyone just thought, what song is that? It was someone's 21st birthday. <laughs> The song is was older than the person whose part the karaoke party it was. And I bombed. <laughs> Two more questions. Um oh wait, three more questions. Let's go. Quick fire. Heidi and Spencer Pratt are dot dot dot. Heidi and Spencer Pratt are what? <laughs> Who? Well, I guess nothing's changed because you wrote too cool for me to know who they are. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Second last question. If I could be anywhere right now, dot, dot, dot. I would be New Caledonia. Sleeping in. Ah. And the final question, I can't live without, dot, dot, dot. I would say my bike. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Um, oh. No, it wasn't that answer. It was awkward situations is uh, what you yes. said. No, that would be a life not worth living should an awkward situation. <laughs> Trying to make the young people feel better because they were getting into so many awkward situations, you know. I hear you, mate. You did yeah. a great job. We love hearing your Ask Alex advice. So if you've got an Ask Alex question, please hit us up at matt.and.alex and we can rejoin you with our regular programming next time.
It's funny because um, Cisco was, in fact, I guess the first guidance counsellor because at the start of the song he goes, this thing right here is letting all the ladies know what guys talk about. You know, <laughs> the finer things in life. <laughs> Check it out. Doing our Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Alex Dyson's seen an old advertisement um, from the 40s and 50s. You know, one of those old cartoon sort of style ones? Ah, oh, smoke camel cigarettes. <laughs> the doctors recommend. It's exactly <laughs> Something that. Something like that. <laughs> well, this is all similar to that. This one is for 7-Up um, and Milk. What? It says for, for children who don't drink, who won't drink milk, and for adults who want the nourishment of milk with a decidedly different appeal. Mixed chilled 7-Up. <laughs> And cold milk in equal parts. No. Do not stir. <laughs> then th- this is the final paragraph. And I'll do it in this voice. Mothers know that this is a wholesome combination. The addition of 7-Up gives milk a flavor appeal that especially pleases children. <laughs> that is that is a true wow. advertisement, which uh, has been verified by Snopes.com. I do remember like enjoying a spider one time, which I guess is vanilla ice cream in fizzy drink. I and know. So... For some reason, spiders are different, though, yeah. than just going in the the milk and seven up. It's just such a whack combination. So why are we bringing this up now, Matt? Well, have you seen what's happening in the world of milk recently? I don't know, but I'm scared to talk about it after our, you know, last week's milk focus. Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, <laughs> gosh. I believe you're referring to this. Dad was like, oh, yeah, you just you just kept breastfeeding for so long. <laughs> Were you going to a point where the milk wasn't the only mustache you had? So I was a little late <laughs> to get off the boobie, all right? I mean, but it, 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 it doesn't matter. There's no late. It's just when you're ready, you know, when you're ready to rock up to the full cream party. A wizard is never late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, no, but I saw an article actually just recently that said that... Um, Sales for full cream milk have gone up 10% in the last 10 years. That's interesting. With all the other competitors coming in, you've well, got your I almonds, reckon... you got your oats, you got your, I've seen your macadamias out there. I've seen rice milk is out there. The milk of a rice. Well, <laughs> this is the just the dairy milk. This is just just dairy milk sales. So out of know, all the dairy milk. Going up with all these other options for people to choose and then people still loving the udder. Well, you know that Woolies has goat milk for sale quite regularly. Really? Yeah. So there you go. So yeah, I mean, there is the macadamia. There's the there's the rice, the soy. I mean, I'm a you know get get the soy lattes usually most mm. days. But um, but you've seen something quite interesting at your local cafe. Well, yeah, it's not my local one. I haven't seen it in, in person, but I did see that a cafe is now oat milk is their standard milk. So if you go and go, one latte, please, they'll give you an oat milk latte. Unless you say, can I please have a dairy milk latte? That's what you've got to specify if you're going So in. you have to specify the dairy. Fair enough. I mean, I'm surprised but I'm not it's sure still if, around. If they take 50 cents off, if you say, I'll have the dairy milk, because I usually add it on for extra different That's ones. That's right. Mm. I mean, I oh, when I, when I get my order, 
you know, large soy flat white with one, they're pressing that little <laughs> plus 50 cent button like it's a bloody pokey machine. They're just like tap, 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 just ringing up the 50 cents on yep. top of my order. Oh, lordy. Well, um, look, thank you to everyone who got in touch with me regarding the breast milk chat. Um, I did ask, you know, what are your breastfeeding stories? Jodes said my, uh, my little one stopped around three years old, so they had a full set of teeth. But the nip only got nipped once. <laughs> Gee, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. They, I tell you what, them little ones really know how to chew. I know, yeah. Like, I can't imagine, like, now I'm, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of a breastfeeding uh, parent here, right? Yeah. And putting my nipple in their mouth, right? After I've seen what a three-year-old does when they're given like a milkshake with a straw and you see the end of that straw <laughs> once they've used it, it's all chewed up. <laughs> they're biting the whole thing. I can't imagine going, yep, now time for my most sensitive areola here. Well, a lot of people do it. Bianca said my mum breastfed all my brothers and sisters until we were four years old. Bang. There you go. So that's uh, the whole family. Well, hang on. Would that be, you could have like th- You'd have people lining up in the drive-thru for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, thank you for keeping in touch with us at matt.n.alex. And the main thing is, and as someone pointed out, there is no time limit. Mm. Whatever's right for you, whatever you reckon, whatever works for both, as long as both you and the child are happy with the situation. Exactly. And you can do whatever the damn well you please. You just... Make sure your child doesn't come up to you and, you know, you offer them to feed and they go, ah, actually, do you have any oat today? <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening. At Matt, Don and Don Alex is where you can get in touch with us on Instagram. Uh, if you've got anything that relates to something you've heard on the show. Other than that, we'll be back here, same time, same place tomorrow. See you later. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.